Hey everyone, it's John. Um, the Bop Squad just wanted to let all of you know um, how much we appreciate you listening to a, the podcast. Um, hopefully you are getting a lot of um, new intriguing ideas and some inspiration and um, just good content from our podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Um, there are different levels, whether that's a one-time gift or a monthly contribution, and the different levels have different perks associated with them, um, like early released episodes or some merchandise. Speaking of, you can go over to the Bop Shop at clinicalpopulations.threadless.com to check out some of our merch, which also is a way for you to support us. Um, I own two of our shirts, and they are my favorite shirts um, out of my wardrobe. They are so comfortable and soft and stylish, if I do say so myself. So um, consider checking out some of our merch. It really is good quality stuff. Um, All right, now to the show. Clinical. Clinical. Hey everybody, I'm Allison. And I'm John. And welcome to Clinical Bopulations. <laughs> Introducing music therapists to new box and new box to music therapy. And today we have an awesome guest. We have DJ L. Say hi. hi. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. You. So excited to have you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> um, so today we have an artist interview with DJ Ells, but before we get into that, we're going to take a listen to her track, Just Keep Moving On. So enjoy. Just keep moving on. 
I keep moving, keep moving on. Awesome guest. We have DJ L. Say hi. hi. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. So excited to have you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, I guess I will throw it over to John to get us started. Yeah. So um, DJ Ells, tell us a little bit about uh, your musical background and your musical journey and how you got to where you are today. Sure. Uh, well, my parents were both opera singers, so I pretty much grew up uh, with a great appreciation of all types of music, and they're also vinyl collectors, so that's kind of what got me into vinyl. Um, I studied piano and voice and violin throughout my youth and sang in church choir and uh, in my high school jazz band. So, um, yeah, I got interested in electronic music uh, a little bit after I graduated high school. I went to uh, an underground grade in San Francisco and I saw a female DJ performing and just was like, wow, that's amazing. I was like, I could probably do that. And <laughs> got very inspired. Um, my ex-boyfriend at the time had turntables and he was really into hip hop, but um, yeah, I just kind of started practicing on his turntables. And then eventually I got my own. Uh, my grandma actually bought me my first turntable. Oh, um, I know she, she was a big supporter. 
And um, then I went to Expressions College in Emeryville and uh, got a sound arts degree. Basically, it's like sound engineering. Okay. Um, after graduation, I got to intern with DJ Shadow, which was really amazing. He was a really humble, talented dude. Um, and then I studied Ableton at uh, Sequence One in Oakland and then went on to do some audio engineering and uh, was a music curator for a bunch of years. So, yeah. Wow. Been DJing ever since. <laughs> so. That is such a uh, diverse musical history. You really do, like I say, I like all kinds of music, but like you really have your toes in the water for like all these different kinds of music with opera and church music and all the different instruments. And now uh, with the electronic music. Yeah, my mom is actually a music teacher um, and she okay. teaches piano and voice lessons. So um, yeah, this is kind of also what inspired me to be a teacher now. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot to say, I, I now teach DJ lessons. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, at Blue Bear School of Music in San Francisco. So that's really fun. Yeah. I'm curious about this music curation. Can you tell us a little bit? about that um well one time it was for an app a dj app we basically got to pick music that the user would be like djing on the app um and then another time it was making custom playlists for different companies so kind of like what you you know go to like a coffee shop or a gym and you hear music so we basically mm -hmm. create custom playlists for different companies um different music and i've done like some yoga events too which is really cool because it's like a whole different type style of music yeah um, very like therapeutic like different tones and you yeah. know kind of like ambient uh you know yoga kind of <laughs> sounds i guess you'd say so yeah, yeah. and kind of a wide range of of stuff which has been really fun. That sounds fun. I'd love to yeah. do stuff like that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I guess on that note of like creating playlists and things like who are, who are some of your biggest creative inspirations? Like who's on some of your playlists? Um, well, I, I have to say it's kind of wide range. I have different playlists for different moods, you know, like if I, want to have like, you know, get energy would be like a different playlist compared to if I want to, you know, chill and, you know, if I'm feeling like anxiety or stressed out. Um, so kind of a wide range. I mean, I even listen to a little bit of country, like I really like Dolly Parton and, mm -hmm. um, Me too. <laughs> I, and I like some, and some classic rock. I really love like, you know, Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks was a big yes. inspiration. Nice. Um, Stevie Wonder too. I love like Motown, oldies type of stuff. Um, and then more newer artists, I would say like Tame Impala and uh, Leon Bridges, I'm really into mm -hmm. right now. Um, and then as far as like DJs, I'm really into, I like Bob Moses a lot, um, Justin Martin, and then some other like lesser known DJs, but um, female artists, Colette and Heather. And uh, Miha, I really like too. So. 
Very cool. I'll have to go check them out. I'm making some notes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Colette's really awesome. She sings actually live. Okay. So it's it's pretty unique. She's really talented. I think she's from LA. Or she was originally from Chicago, but she lives in LA now. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. I um I will say like I am very unfamiliar with a lot of the like DJ world and EDM and things. So I'm always trying to add new things to listen to. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely go down the rabbit hole. There's yeah, a lot. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, Spotify is actually a really good way to like find new artists. Yes. Uh, sometimes I'll find new artists on Spotify and then I'll go buy their music. So I always want to be like supportive. Um, yes. Pay for my music. But it's just yes. like, discovering new stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, I was just having that conversation the other day about how Spotify is good for some things, but let's please buy our own music so we can support yeah. the artists. Yeah. Well, it's nice <laughs> to own your music so you can, you know, play it whenever you want or if you're right. not online or something. Um, and then since I'm DJ, like I get to play it out. You can't really DJ with Spotify. Doesn't really work. But. Not always reliable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, I am really wondering, like, what has your experience been like being a woman in in music, but especially being a DJ? Good question. Um, I'd say it's been pretty mixed. Um, there's definitely been some horrible experiences, especially when I was first starting out. Um, I'm, I've been my own agent pretty much this whole time. So I really have to be my own best advocate as far as getting paid and, you know, certain things I've had to deal with, um, you know, like the promoter hitting on me or, you know, mm-hmm. types of sexism where I'm not getting paid the same. Um, actually one time, this was kind of when I was first starting out though, um, the promoter didn't want to pay me after he promised that he would pay me and he actually had the security kick me out. So I was oh like, my gosh. yeah, I was like a little traumatized by that, but yeah. I now things are a lot better. There's actually a lot more female uh, DJs and also female promoters and club owners. Actually my, one of my, two of my favorite clubs are run by females in the city um and it's always just like a really nice experience working with them because they always pay me on time and you know I don't have to like chase Mm -hmm. them down and wait like weeks and weeks to get paid which can happen sometimes but um and then too it's like a lot of paying is like under the table so Mm -hmm. you know it's a little harder I try to do like contracts as much as I can so in case something Mm -hmm. does happen I'm like oh you signed this contract so (laughs) yeah you know Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would say as far as how it's going now, it's, it's a lot more pleasant. And, um, I mean, I'm always just like all about the love of music, but of course it's nice to get paid for your time and energy too. So, yeah. Yeah. And the education that went into it and yeah. Yeah. Cause I spend a lot of time also preparing for sets. Like I'll spend hours searching for music. And then practicing. So it's not mm-hmm. just like the playing the set. It's like all this other time that goes into it too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it can be a, a yeah. lot of effort. 
but I mean, it's totally worth it. <laughs> so yeah, but it is but, nice to have some money to pay the bills too. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, can't pay with free food. <laughs> so, I pay with love for the music. That's for that's sure. right. <laughs> I've been there too in the singer songwriter realm, and you're like, that's great, but I need to pay for the gas to get here. So <laughs> oh, we have the time of driving, the gas mm -hmm. stuff. For sure. yeah. Huh. yeah. Um, well, since we've touched on some of the uh, not great experiences, tell us what you <laughs> love most about uh, DJ. Um, well, I'd say uh, since before I became a DJ, I was a dancer. Just the okay. idea of uh, when I'm playing, like looking out and seeing everyone dancing and having smiles on their face and like really just enjoying themselves. Like that just gives me so much joy. Um, yeah, I mean, it can also be like an escapism for people, you know, if they had like a really bad day at work mm -hmm. or they're just feeling depressed, like dancing can just lift your mood. And like I said, like, I feel like music can be really therapeutic and, you know, can lift people's spirits. So I love to share mm -hmm. good music and, um, you know, like have people having fun is really the best. So, yeah, yeah. We can kind of, you know, relate as far as that's our tool too in the therapeutic realm of, uh, you know, using music. And so, um, and it's just so versatile and there are just those magical moments of music that it just, I don't know, it just hits. Mm -hmm. um and everybody's feeling it yeah that's the best for sure <laughs> yeah what what's been one of your favorite memories um oh man there's so many good memories uh i would say probably most recently was playing for this event called daybreaker um mm -hmm. i don't know if you've heard of them but uh they do like these sober parties basically it starts with an hour of yoga and then they do like two hours of dancing and they have like coffee and, you know, tea and like healthy snacks and stuff like that. Um, and it usually goes from like 9am to 12pm. So you could still like go off and do whatever you want for the rest of the day. But um, the energy is just like, it's amazing. It's through the roof. There's a couple hundred people there and people like dress up in funky costumes and you know, they have like break dancers. The last time I played, they had um saxophone player and there's like an MC that like hypes up the crowd. <laughs> it's just like That's really, awesome. okay. really, really fun. And it's like a totally different experience than playing, you know, like late at night in a nightclub or after hours. It's just kind of like a different vibe. People sometimes bring like their, their kids too. Um, but yeah, it's just like, so much positive energy it's it's like infectious yes <laughs> so, yeah I like those i like i like day parties a lot right now like since pandemic um because things were just shut down for so long you're mm -hmm. still able to do like daytime outdoors events yeah um so i've been kind of like turning more into a daytime person um i still like playing at nightclubs of course but I feel like it's it's like a different whole different world. Yeah. 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 
So when you're working with all of these different groups, you know, you're doing a yoga and then you're doing, you know, nightclubs. And so what are your DJing goals? You know, when you're uh, looking out at a crowd, um, what are you looking for? How do you, you know, get the music to move everybody to where you want them? Um, you know, how are you thinking about that process? Um, well, I'd say it's definitely important to understand like the time of day you're playing, um, mm-hmm. you know, what day, also the, the age group, the crowd, like, mm-hmm. you know, if it's an all ages daytime event, I probably would not play the same thing as if I was doing like a happy hour or like a, you know, evening nighttime event, It'd probably mm-hmm. be different. I mean, there'd probably be some similar songs. But, um, you know, and you have to make sure there's like clean lyrics or, you know, if it's like a family friendly event, no swear words. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, I use all that information to kind of um, read the crowd to pick appropriate music uh, to reach my goal of just making people dance and have fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so. Tell us a little bit more about like the therapeutic beat making process. Um, and you said that you do some workshops and that you teach uh, DJing lessons right now. Um, so what what do you kind of teach in that? And um, so yeah, currently I'm like I said, DJ instructor, Blue Bear School of Music. Um, I was doing. I was working at Today's Future Sound for a while doing therapeutic beat making as well. Um, but unfortunately, like during pandemic, mm-hmm. couldn't really do in-person classes. Mm-hmm. It made it really hard. Um, but I could do some teaching over Zoom, but it's it's kind of hard because DJing is like a very hands-on um, yes. activity. So yeah, it's, it's great that I'm able to teach again in person, um, but we're still having to wear masks and, but I do like a wide range of ages. I have an eight-year-old right now and a nine-year-old and, um, also teach like adults. So I do one-on-one classes and also group classes. Um, actually my adult group class just had their big end of semester performance, um, at the end of March, which was really fun. They basically it's, you know, they learn the, the basic techniques of DJing, um, you know, creating a set to like kind of making all like picking all these songs to kind of like take you on a journey so that it's kind of like one, almost one long song out of all these little songs. Um, and then at the end of the semester, they get to perform like a 30 minute set at an actual nightclub. So it's really cool. Okay them like the progression of and some people have like a basic idea of like if they're already if they dance already they kind of know about counting beats and like bpm and like terms Mm -hmm. like that but some people come in with like no experience at all that all they do is like know that there's certain types of music they like and or maybe they already create playlists at home but they want to learn how to mix them together Mm -hmm. um but it's really interesting like the diverse group of people that I get, like it's all different types of people, like different walks of life. And uh, like some have, you know, nine to five corporate jobs and um, 
it's really interesting the different styles of music that people come because it's usually everyone has their own little style so it's kind of fun to hear that and then it's been fun too with the younger kids because i i get to learn about new music too that i might not know about um but yeah it's it's been fun and then also coming up in summertime i'm going to be doing a a, a teen workshop which is basically like a week-long like summer camp for them they okay. come um, like 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., I think is what it is. But it's just for one week. And so it's kind of like very compact. But um, they get to also perform at the end of that, which is really going to be fun because I think that's like a fun group uh, to teach. Oops. But yeah, it's like 13 to 16-year-olds. So yeah. 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 But yeah, it's, it's, it's really rewarding teaching. I, if I'm having like a bad day and I... I go teach like there's something about that that just uplifts my spirit too and mm -hmm. um I have a little she's well they're nine years old and now they're 12 and it's been really mm -hmm. interesting like being this little person's teacher and, and seeing like how how much they've grown in that just that amount of time yeah but they're like totally passionate about music and it's like always lifts in my spirits. They're like a really positive little person. <laughs> so that's really Aww. fun to be around that kind of energy. I, I like it a lot. It definitely reinforces like your why and like reminds you of of yourself when you were that age and like why you love music and things. So I love I love working with yeah. kids and teens too. Yeah. Yeah. I because I started DJing, I think I was like just turned 18. So I was nice. pretty young, but I didn't really have any like mentors when I mean, there's definitely no DJ classes mm -hmm. back then. It's kind of like you just got together with your buddies in the garage and, you know, play. Yeah. So it's like, I wish I had that when I was a kid. It's like, I made a lifelong friend with this little person and to feel like that I'm their mentor and I can like positively influence them it's like feels really good <laughs> yeah that's so sweet yes <laughs> yeah. yeah i i know you mentioned like the pandemic and it made me think like what what was that like during the pandemic like what did you do during that time when everything was shut down and you couldn't have any in-person classes or events uh, it was kind of depressing to be honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like I was saying, music is so therapeutic and even DJing for me is super therapeutic. Like I, when I'm DJing, I kind of like escape to like my happy place, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, and it was kind of a hard time too, because my stepdad had to have a bunch of surgeries and he has Parkinson's. So mm -hmm. I actually had to like go be with my family for a lot of that time too, because I didn't want him to get catch COVID for me, you know, and so I actually had to move. I was living with a bunch of roommates who weren't being like the safest and mm -hmm. were going out a lot. So I was like, man, I gotta, you know, be be good for my family. And so that was a little difficult, but it felt good to like help them out. But yeah, it was it was just kind of a hard period. Um but I mean we were still able to do some events, like I was saying the outdoor ones, but it was like barely any gigs at all. Like months would go by or like a month with nothing. So it's like, I was used to 
actually before pandemic too, I was working at the Virgin Hotel in San Francisco. So I was used to having like weekly um, residency where I was like playing every week. So I I would still do some live streams, which were kind of fun. Um, I got into Twitch and stuff like that during the pandemic, um, which was kind of fun because, you know, we could like, I created like a whole little, (laughs) my mom called it like a disco jungle <laughs> I had like <laughs> playing and like and my in my little studio over here so yeah that was that was kind of fun and you know, like people were on the chat chatting and stuff so you could still have like some type of connection with people but I did isolate myself a lot so that was a little depressing mm-hmm. I yeah. like around people too um kind of like a social introvert I guess you would say um so yeah, it was, it was challenging, but yeah. I feel like things are kind of getting back to more normal. I mean, they're still a little not normal, but a lot more like people are going out now and mm-hmm. there's still some people wearing masks, but a lot of people not wearing masks. And, uh, you know, I feel like a little more comfortable, like, you know, hugging my friends, which was like a weird thing. Like, yes. I, was, I, can't, I don't know if I can hug my friends. This is like, right. Weird. So that was hard, but like it's things are slowly getting back to normal opening back up again so but I feel like it's things have changed like I don't feel as many people are going out anymore um it's kind of harder you have to promote your events a lot more mm-hmm. um it's like I feel like a lot of people are they just want to kind of stay at home now <laughs> so, yeah 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 it has definitely changed the venues that I perform into. Like there's like half or a third of the people that usually would show up. So yeah. it's very different. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, um, so what does your creative process look like for your, for your original music? And, and can you tell us a little bit more about your own songs? Yeah. Um, I would say my creative process varies. Uh, sometimes I, I have a Ableton push. So sometimes I'll start with like a drum pattern on the sequencer and kind of go from there, you know, create like a synth pattern. And then sometimes I'll do the vocals last. Um, with this song, actually, Just Keep Moving On, I kind of did the opposite of that. I, I have a buddy who lives in LA uh, my friend Louis Hale, who's like this amazing lyricist, rapper, beat poet, I would call him. Um, and he actually sent me a couple different lyrics that he had written because um, we had performed together. He had been up in San Francisco a couple of times and would kind of rap like live over my sets. So we became really good friends. And um, yeah, he he sent me like three different songs and I picked this particular one is it just really resonated with me um I had just gone through like a really bad breakup at the time and actually lost one of my best friends um we had like a big falling out and so it was kind of like a double whammy for me at that time um so yeah the the message and the lyrics just really spoke to me kind of gave me like inspiration you know if if things aren't working out for you that you can just keep moving on to like a better situation um because it can be 
easy to get stuck in like feelings of loss or grief. Um, yeah. Breakups can be really hard. So yeah, if you can't find a way to make peace with that or some sort of, you know, like therapy for you that works, then, you know, you can become like a really bitter, angry person. So mm-hmm. like, that's another <laughs> way that music was like very therapeutic. It, this song kind of helped to me release a lot of that negative, negative energy I was feeling. Um, but what's interesting is it, it kind of took me a couple years to put it out because I was, it's so personal that I was mm-hmm. kind of like nervous. So I was like, I don't want people to judge me or, yeah. you know, I just, I didn't want to, I don't know. It's like, you're always your own worst critic too, you know? So yes. Um, yep. Yeah. I, <laughs> Yep. I, I, I wasn't sure, you know, I kind of doubted my abilities, I guess, but I, I played the song out a bunch of times and um, my buddy, who was a record producer at the time, was like, I really like your song. And I was like, really? And then I was like, okay. And so that gave me like some, you know, inspiration just to be like, you know what, screw it. Like, I'm just going to put it out and I'm not going to care what anybody else thinks. It's It's like for me, you know, and so yeah, and then we did this remix, which is really nice. It's kind of got like this airy, synthy feeling and like a hard hit yeah. bass line, which gives you kind of like this uplifting, positive feeling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's just a very special song to me and I hope that it can help others the way that it helped me. Yeah. Definitely. We were, Allison and I were kind of talking before you got on um, and Sorry, I lost what I was about to say. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you did so well. We were, I we were just kind of sharing how like I know I was listening to it again this morning, and I kind of just like had it on a loop in the back while I was getting ready for my with my stuff for the day, and I it put me in such a good energy. Like it just gave me the momentum I needed to get through my busy day, and I love the lyrics. I think the simplicity of it is so powerful. Like the just keep moving on, but then also the, I keep moving on yeah. like that change at the end. I was just, it really hit me. Cause I, I can relate to what you were sharing about, like not really feeling sure about putting out music. And I've been kind of in that space lately. <laughs> and so when you were talking about that, I was like, yep, this song definitely gave me that reminder of like, just keep doing it. And you just keep doing it and putting it out. So, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's, it's definitely can be challenging, but yeah, just the more you create, then yeah. the easier it gets. So yeah, much I feel like that music. Yeah, I feel like the music that we create that we feel uh, so vulnerable sharing is also potentially going to be just as impactful for somebody mm-hmm. else. You know, if we relinquish that song, you know, out into the world and share it. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember uh, just about the order of how you put in songs. I was curious. Uh, so I'm glad that you went through that. You started off with the lyrics on this. Cause I was curious, you know, do you start off with the beat or, um, but also like the song is, um, uh, and, uh, it's, it's simple. It's just like those two chords, but it keeps you and it's, you know, very little lyrics, but it keeps you so interested the whole time with like what you do with the beat and the, the music underneath. Um, so I was just, um, 
I'm also, this is not like my forte of music. So uh, that was just something that like jumped out to me that this is kind of um, like in a beautiful way, simple, but it's keeping me very interested, you know, throughout yeah. these changes. Yeah. It's got like a cool buildup too. Which yeah. Really yeah. Like, and like when the beat drops. The beat drops. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was my favorite part. And then that lyric switches and I'm like, oh, that was beautiful. Yep. <laughs> that was such a good, yeah. 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 Yeah, um, I actually have been recording some of my own vocals recently, so that was okay. like very challenging because I'm, you know, nervous about singing in public and even like speaking in public, really. But um, I was like, oh, I've been singing for so long, like I should just record some of my vocals. So it's interesting how like sometimes I'll get like a melody just like stuck in my head. So I have a piano and then I'll just kind of write out you know some chords or something and then like do the beat on top of that nice. um so yeah it, it can vary really it just kind of depends on you know what my inspirations are and you know if I'm collaborating with somebody else because mm -hmm. I, I also collaborate a lot which is kind of fun because then we'll just kind of come up with stuff together um but yeah it's nice having this push because I can kind of just write out like loops and stuff before mm -hmm. I lay it all out in you know in the program so I can kind of just you know go make different variations of loops and then kind of see what I like best and so it's kind of fun toy to play with that sounds <laughs> so fun yeah it's fun and uh, we we're using that actually at today's future sound with the kids to write beats with them which was fun because you know they're kind of coming up with all their own lyrics and raps like I had a group of third grader girls that wrote like a anti-bullying rap which was really cute okay <laughs> they love it because it's it lights up like a video game like uh -huh. and they're like who are all the buttons and knobs? yeah <laughs> so it's, it's a fun adult toy too I like it <laughs> oh yeah I've I've played with Ableton just a little bit and I've had like a little pad that I'm like, ooh, buttons. <laughs> I'm, I'm just very beginner. Like, I don't know what anything does, but the buttons are fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually oh, wanted to um, learn how to play drums when I was younger. And my mom was like, no, no drums for you. <laughs> so like now, like, oh, I like to, I get to play with, you know, electronic drums, which is fun. And mom's like, yeah. and you can put in the headphones and I'm yeah. perfectly fine with that. <laughs> right. I have like, uh, you know, electronic drums when I was young, I don't think, but um, yeah, she was more like, oh, the piano, violin, that's more what, you know, what females, what girls play. So <laughs> I've always been a little bit of a tomboy. So, you know, being able to, to play with drums and electronic music is, is fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am curious what you would suggest for um, music therapists or music therapy students or just musicians in general who are interested in learning more about DJing um, and electronic music. Um, well, I, there are a lot of cool YouTube videos out there. Um, the uh, the company Ableton and then also um, Pioneer. They that's like mm. the 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 CDJs. They're called mm -hmm. CDJs. They're basically like electronic turntables, um, but you use like a USB thumb drive and put all your songs on there. Um, 
And there's like a lot of actually good tutorials that Pioneer puts out that you could watch. Um, but it's really something that I feel like there's not a lot of principles to it. It's pretty basic, but it's really the practicing part. It's, you know, it's kind of like learning how to ride a bike. Like you, there's only so much you could teach someone and then they just have to kind of practice on their own. Mm -hmm. So yeah, with my students, it's, you know, there's basic things we teach them um, and then like tricks and, you know, how to use all the gear. But then a lot of it is them on their own, like practicing, creating their playlists. And then they come and practice their playlists with me. And then I kind of give them, you know, pointers or like, oh, maybe you should, you know, mix this song at this point because it might sound better. Or like, you know, if there's two vocals happening, like, you know, wait for the one vocal to end so you can mix in the other song um, and stuff like that. So, nice. yeah, I mean, it's 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 just like I say, it's really fun and therapeutic and you could just do it for hours <laughs> and hours yeah. get lost in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine you can get sucked in like I do to Facebook videos um, pretty quick and making <laughs> beats and that kind of thing just like trying out different things and figure out all the variations yeah um, for sure I, I try to practice you know even I I mean I still even practice after playing all these years and because I I feel like too like my different sets require different styles of music so mm. I can't always play the same set for every event that I do mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I practice still a lot. So I always tell people like, you know, it's no shame in practicing and right. like, that's how you get good. So mm -hmm. it's like always learning. Practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, I all think right. that is all of our questions. Oh. Thank oh. you so much for having yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank, Thank you, you for, for being here. Yeah, yeah, for joining us. Um, where can people find you online? Um, a couple places. I have a website, djls.com. Um, and you can like book me from there. And there's links to my music. I have a Bandcamp page. Uh, just search for L's. Also, um, SoundCloud, which um, I think is just soundcloud.com slash djls i think is what it is um yeah also facebook instagram sweet or l's yeah so, all right well everybody cool. check out djls <laughs> yay yeah <laughs> and we will finish by listening to just keep moving on
Just keep moving on. Just keep moving on. Just keep moving on. Just keep moving on. 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 Ke